Just always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you... Investor's Edge with Gary Kolbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kolbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolbaum, your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's Friday. It's March 22nd. It's 2019. And uh, this will be one of those days, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, we're here to talk about you and everything that affects you. And we will do market. How, how, how do I describe it? Wide swings. Remember we talked about how the NASDAQ was strong yesterday? Oh, just the opposite today. But we'll get into all that minutia in just a few minutes. This is one of those days where I got little tidbits I want to cover uh, before we even get moving. Those who have listened to the show, we've been doing it for a very long time. And if you recall... When my sons were younger, on their birthdays, we used to bring them on air. And we used to do birthday shows where listeners would call in and sing happy birthday to my kids. And the coolest renditions of happy birthday would win prizes. Uh, I have told you through the years how I was one of those parents where all vacations were with kids. Where the weekends were not going out with friends. It was going out with the kids. Uh... Not because of we're saying, oh, we're great parents, whatever. It's just, it's just what we wanted to do. You know, you, you do the things that you, or at least you try to if you're capable, that you love the most. That's what we all really want to do, right? Wake up in the morning and do the things that you enjoy. What do I enjoy? I enjoy my kids. And both my kids now live up in New York City, and my wife and I have plans uh, to move up there. Believe it or not, I've been looking at real estate and... Uh, the tax consequence, and I'm like, holy crap. And I really have to state, I don't know how anybody lives up there. And, and by the way, not just New York City, I'm talking about surrounding areas. The costs are obscene. The taxes are obscene. And, and when I mean obscene, I mean obscene. But people work there, people live there, and they do what they do. But to live in New York City, for the price of my house, I can get the size of my kitchen in New York City. By the way, I'm not kidding. But that's not why I'm bringing this up. The biggest story was children. And you know, whenever we started at the end of this show, go home and hug your children. We started that on the day of the Columbine incident. It's April 20th, 1999. On that show that day, I kind of lost it. And at the end of the show, would go home and hug your children, and it never stopped. And I have to tell you that I get more people emailing me and calling me and talking to me about that than anything else we do. I still recall I was doing a show, a little uh, get-together in Tampa. It was at a, I think it was at a big church, and we filled the place up. And it was about 10 minutes before we started, and this guy walks up to me. This man is crying. And he comes over, just gives me a big, gigantic hug and to let me know that his daughter died of cancer at the, recently and how he thinks of every, what I say every single day and how important it is. And I was just gone for that day. And every time we have one of these incidents, it just gets me. 
And I was just reading today, and I, I wanted to read this to you. A recent graduate of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, that's Parkland, Florida, where that big shooting was, Nicholas Cruz, I, believe, I don't even want to mention his name, committed suicide over the weekend because she was racked by survivor's guilt. She's 19 years old. I'm looking at a picture of her, a beautiful girl. The parents said that she just overcome with grief and never got over it. Committed suicide. She tried to go to college, could not attend. She didn't want to be in a classroom. She couldn't be in a classroom. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the only word I can think of is priorities. Just remember that word. Priorities. I'm sitting there reading this and just completely sick over it. Uh, I do apologize for starting on a morbid, but I, I wanted to bring that up. Uh, next, uh, Jimmy Carter is 94 years old, and I wasn't a fan of him as president, and I was not a fan of him. He really is not what I would call pro-Israel. He's curried a little bit of favor with some terrorist states. Oh, I'm not like whatever, but all I know is, is this guy spends his time with Habitat for Humanity, philanthropy, and I just compare him to like a Bill Clinton who has spent his, his years after the presidency of making himself wealthy as all hell, amongst other things which I'm not getting into. Jimmy Carter has spent his years doing good stuff. So on that, a happy 94th birthday uh, to Jimmy Carter, 94 years old. Damn. That'd be up there. I, I, I did want to mention that. Uh, after the – well, no, no, excuse me. I take that back. Rumor is sometime tonight uh, Mueller is going to come out with something or other. The rumor doesn't mean it's true. I've got to tell you that myself and my staff have done a screening of the last year or two of certain networks. They've really gone 24-7 on the Mueller report, on Trump as the Antichrist. Um, you know when it's reported that, oh, 90-some-odd percent of the coverage is negative? I can't find the 7, 8, or 9 percent that's positive. So they've been all in on Mueller and this whatever they're, they're claiming. And I'm taking no side on it, just so you know. But you know what's happened in the last three days? I think they have caught wind that maybe there's not going to be much in it. And all of a sudden, the media is going on this other stuff now. That the Democrats are now, well, the socialists are now, have their own investigations, and they're now on that stuff. Utterly amazing. And again, you know I am not all in with this guy. I, I think personality-wise, I give him a 1 out of 10. Other things, too. I think he's done a decent job with some other things. The regulatory environment, a few other tidbits. But what are these networks going to do if, I'm saying if, there's nothing in the Mueller probe on Trump? Just so you know, part of these investigations is also to make sure those that are potentially in the crosshairs are completely, not exonerated, but knocked out. Meaning, we got nothing there. This is maybe an interesting weekend. And again, we don't know if that's going to be the case, but we do know it's getting close. Up next, big market wrap, lots to cover, yield curves, I'm going to bore you to death. I'm Gary, this is the one only Investor's Edge.
It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kaltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, if you do not get this show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also, GaryK.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Or go to Twitter at Gary Callbaum. You can email me. Just be nice. I'm not a fascist. Really, I'm not. It's interesting. I'm called a Nazi by certain people. Yeah, right. Gary Callbaum, a Nazi. Uh, read our commentary and articles we post. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. Or uh, convictionleaders.com uh, for the uh, email service one month free. So let's just little tidbits here, and then we'll get full market because we've got lots to cover. Uh, we told you this week that we're worried about the Boeing, unlike others who've been kind of like, well, it's Boeing and this and that. And Boeing's been the strongest Dow stock for like a couple of years. One of the five worry. remember what we told you, worried about time it takes, us, lawsuits, um, the new rollout, bad press. But one of the things we told you was, one of the five was, what if people start canceling orders? An airline, an Indonesian airline, Garuda Air, never heard of it, G-A-R-U-D-A, canceling an order of 49 jets uh, in the neighborhood of 5 to $6 billion. I'm just reporting that to you. So there you go. And I have no clue whether anybody else does or not uh, cancels any order. I just pose the thought and question, what if? Now, Garuda did mention that what we will look to do is instead of the 737 MAX, look at other Boeing planes. Hasn't helped. Boeing's down over 10 bucks again today. And maybe breaking down out of a bearish flag. Yeah, don't pay attention to that term. So I want to mention that. Something else I didn't mention yesterday. Biogen, this is a very famous, very beloved biotech stock. They were working in unison on uh, a Alzheimer drugs. Uh, the stock yesterday, mm, it's down $94 to $226, and today's down another 10 Wow. It looks like they were in latter stages, and they just pulled the whole thing back and said it ain't happening. And I'm pretty sure that it's lost $20 billion in market cap on that news. And I'm not mentioning it for any reason, Just I'm, I'm just mentioning it. That man, oh man, even a Biogen that does $15 billion in revenues, makes really good money. You never know what pops out of the jack-in-the-box, as they say. So I wanted to mention that. Okay, so we're going to do the really gross market wrap in a few minutes. But i got to talk yield curves, and, and, and I know. Uh, it's like taking a Valium, discussing the yield curves. Uh, but it's important, especially now. So we're going to discuss it. So in case you don't know, a yield curve, listen carefully because it really is important, refers to the relationship between short and long-term interest rates. Just so you know, you have one-month yields. You can buy these little one-month, three-month, six-month, 12-months. You can go out... 30 years. And typically, yields are higher as the longer you go out because you have to get paid based on the time. An inverted yield curve 
is when the short-term rates actually go above the longer-term rates. And you ask the question, how can that happen? Because really, the longer the time, the more you should get paid. Well, in the past, this has been a noteworthy event. Simple as that, and why? Listen carefully. Listen carefully. Historically, an inverted yield curve has led to recessions, big slowdowns in economic growth, if not more. An inverted yield curve typically means that the market is suggesting that the longer-term outlook is poor and yields are pushed down based on that effect. Take the central banks out of it for a second. We're just talking the rates. We now here have inverted yield curve. The one month is higher than the 10-year yield, which means the three-month, the six-month, the one-year are all higher than the 10-year. You get more money on a one-month yield than a 10-year, which doesn't make sense. But there is a market bet by market players, and it's something that has to be watched very closely. Now, we've been telling you for a long time, by the way, we're about to hit break soon, we'll continue. We've been telling you for a long time that our economy is much stronger than others. But the numbers now coming in out of Europe, they're in a recession. They're contracting. Japan contracting. Germany just came out with some numbers. I'm not going to get into what the numbers are. You can go look it up. It's the worst in years. The 10-year German bond, they call it the bond, is negative now. It's negative. You lose money lending money to Germany. Me. <laughs> we'll continue. Then the really disgusting, ugly, gross market wrap. That's up next on this the one only investor's edge. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. You gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coldbaum. Comes highly recommended. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So, there is real worry. Real worry. Now, what's the outcome of inverted yield curve? We've been talking about the financials now for two or three days. For lack of a better word or phrase, the financials have done a cliff dive over the last three or four days. A cliff dive. When you have a chance, here's the big names. Go look at Bank America and see what it did since the high, a relative high on Tuesday. Go look at Citigroup. Go look at Goldman Sachs. Go look at J.P. Morgan. But that's nothing. After you look at that, I want you to look at, let me give you some symbols here. Go look at SIVB. It's just SVB Financial. It's a regional bank. Go look at PNC, PNC Bank. Go look at Comerica. Go look at, uh, here's one, East West Bank Corp, EWBC. Or how about HBAN, Huntington Bank Shares. They've done cliff dives. And then go look at the little trifecta of Ameritrade, E-Trade, 
Schwab, which aren't really banks, but quasi. So the financials are getting mauled here. And this was going on before today. And of course, it's simple. Banks lend long, pay short. If short is higher than long, that's a problem. Now, even before today, we were telling you, it's narrow. We've been telling you we're worried about the transports. Not thrilled with the action. It's down 233 today. We told you we were worried about the financials beforehand. We told you we were worried about the energy and the commodities and a bunch of retail. We've been telling you that we were worried about the small and mid caps versus everything else. But we've been telling you, NASDAQ strong, semiconductor strong, growth name strong. I got news for you. There were a bunch of growth names that had beautiful breakouts yesterday and a beautiful flag patterns. They all tucked their heads in like frightened turtles today. Three and four percent worth. Semiconductors. Gave back just about all of yesterday, which was huge. So not a good day. And the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market. with proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Dow down 460. Damn. And the Dow's been underperforming everything, but that's been mostly a lot of Boeing. But 460 don't help. And Boeing, again, was down 10.5 today. Apple, three. Apple didn't want to go down until late in the day. It was down almost 4. American Express, 2. Caterpillar, 4. Chevron, 2. Cisco, 1. DuPont, 2. Goldman Sachs, 5. Financials. Home Depot, IBM, Intel, Johnson & Johnson, 1. J.P. Morgan, Microsoft, 3s. 3M, 5. Nike, 5 on earnings. United Health, 5. Visa, 2 and change. United Tech. Yeah, I don't have to go to the rest. But then you get into the growth lane. Thank God. Seeing a lot of threes and fours. A couple of fives. Most of the way. And that's because even the Dow was down 460, NASDAQ was down almost 200. 196, NASDAQ 100, 167. Russell 2000 was down 3.5%. Advanced declines, terrible. Up-down volume, terrible. Foreign markets were trashed. And just a who's who of down 3, 4, 5% in growth land. And as I've done my real quick scans, boy, remember all these places I've been telling you that I've done performing? They turn really bearish today. Why? Not only they underperforming the indices, but they roll over today. Not everything, but to be watched. And the Russell's 2000 stocks, and when you have a chance, you can go look at it. Just go look at it, and you'll see what we see. On top of that, housing-related stocks got hit pretty good. Uh, the Sherwin-Williams, the Whirlpools and the like. Uh, utilities were up on the interest rates being down. Retail, eh, not a good day. Energy prices got hit and energy stocks got whacked. And we have not talked any parts bullishly on energy throughout this whole, you know, move off the lows. 
and we'll figure more of it out as we uh, do our scans on the weekend. But the most important thing you need to know, today was gross. And just a look at the financials gives a lot of pause. Just looking at the yield curve gives a lot of pause. Politically, oh, we better not go into recession. We better not have a big bear market. We better not have a big slowdown. Simple as that. Uh, Donald Trump has uh, nominated Steve Moore, somebody I know, as a Fed guy. The problem is he's gone all in easy money and Trump land, which nauseates the living crap out of me. Another guy that was totally against debt and deficits that all of a sudden, yeah, you know. So less than thrilled about that. And that's it. Anything good come out of today? I don't see anything on my screens. At all. And we'll do double scans on the weekend and try to figure out life in general. Heading down to South Florida for the day tomorrow. Little taxes. Buddy's birthday. And may I say uh, one other thing. If you guys in your 50s and 60s lose all your weight. It's on the web. Just go look. Best ways to lose weight. Best ways. If you get on a strict regimen, you do it in 90 to 180 days. I'm not going to say why I'm saying this today, but you can probably venture a guess. Up next, more of this, that, and the other thing, whatever else. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor says. You're listening to... What are we waiting for? What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, now. go. Investor's with Gary Kolbach. All right, I'm going to tell you. One of my best friends in life's brother, who I'm very good friends with, had a heart attack. He's now awaiting uh, open heart surgery. He was supposed to have it today, but uh, his heart wasn't strong enough, so they're going to wait it a day or two. Uh, overweight for a very long time, never did anything about it. That's all. So for all of you, look, I, I'm 58 right now. I'm headed towards, you know, 10% body fat. Um, it's very tough to change. It's very tough. Believe me. Hey, I have a couple of glasses of beer on the weekend, you know. Nice desserts, the pizza. Believe me, I get it. I try to stay away from it. Just you all, when you have a chance, all you men out there, I'm addressing the men today, but this is for everybody. Go look at where you used to be, go look in the mirror now, and then go on the web and just look at a bunch of different places that say, and we're not talking about the BS. Take a pill, lose 100 pounds, that's a bunch of bullcrap. We're talking about a strict regimen of changing your diet and working out.
and just go look and see what you can do. With a half hour a day. And just getting rid of, I have found the people that I know and influenced, just stopping soda was huge. Just stopping soda. For starters. And of course, you know, other stuff. So I'm just letting you know, it's, it doesn't get easy as you get older. And I'm con- we have somebody in our building here where we work that I think he's probably lost 60 or 70 pounds. I was complimenting how he looked. He was so happy he got a compliment from somebody. And I asked him how much better he felt. Oh, my God, I feel so much better. I can do this. I can do that. Just go on the web. There's hundreds of them. And it's very simplistic. It's how many calories you intake and how many calories you get rid of. That's it. And it takes cardio, lifting the weights, and get rid of the crap. Wasted calories, we call it. Alcohol, it's wasted calories. Doesn't do nothing for you, for starters. Soda, wasted. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I'm going to go down there tomorrow and uh, go see uh, my friends and uh, hopefully he uh, gets to everything okay. And by the way, uh, uh, they say he's quite lucky uh, at this point in time. Uh, Segway back. How do you have such a good day in the NASDAQ yesterday and such a bad day today? Beats the hell out of me. All I do is take this opportunity to see, okay, this broke out yesterday and failed today. And then make decisions. That that's that's how it worked. Simple as that. This I bought three weeks ago, I'm up fifteen points and today it gave back nine. Giving you examples. What does that mean? Everything gets factored in. And then I look at what else is in the group and go from there. My big worry is this bond market. This is noteworthy. This is of import. And as usual, I was watching people shrug it off. Nah. And an interesting question will be, remember my thought process, Fed's going to lower rates soon. But is that going to matter to the market? Don't know. So when you do your scans this weekend, I want you to look at the KRE, regional banks, XLF, bigger banks. I want you to look at the Russell 2000 or the IWM and look at the IWM versus the SPY, and you'll see the difference in strength. I want you to look at the transports, the IYT or the transports, and see how weak they are versus everything else. I want you to look at the energy and see they never got going. I want you to look at things like the metals in mining, XME, which matters, never got going and are rolling over. I want you to look at copper, JJC, and see what that's doing. And then I want you to start looking at Caterpillar and those areas, which we call economically sensitive. Airlines are already in trouble. Biotech, lots others. Stay tuned. It's going to be an interesting April. Have a great evening. Drive carefully when you get home. Do like we do. Simple procedure. Don't make sure you hug your children. Right, I don't.
This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.